Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus bail Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. All right. Come on. Good morning. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9 a.m. right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7-365 at your favorite at theoutdoorzone.com and on your favorite uh, electronic media streaming service. Streaming podcast. Streaming, and streaming, others. Caden, what, what do you listen to it on? Spotify. Spotify. So we're on Spotify, apparently. Uh, we're on I, iTunes. Because I listen to it on iTunes. SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Yes. And there's a new one, too. Oh, iHeart. Mm. <laughs> that other one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm TJ Graney, and that is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak is oh, in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, and uh, fires up the old pot belly stove, which we needed this morning. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> Thank it's you, only been Road 85 Rash. degrees, 80 degrees around here. A lot here. of people are pretty happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> that don't well, work. Until you realize it's global warming. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I just oh, oh, what am I going to do with this plastic container over here? <laughs> I think I saw a polar bear in my backyard last night. Caden, That's how bad it is. Caden is uh, here visiting from El Paso. He's our uh, special guest this week. And he's a listener from El Paso, Texas, who was outside the gate when I pulled up. And he said, is this where the bunkhouse is? <laughs> he, he I, I want to meet everybody. <laughs> he wants to do a special report on the wall, right? <laughs> oh. On the border. When I went to visit him, yeah. we saw the wall, man. We saw the wall. It's yeah, there. It it's a, been it's there. there. It's been there. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really cool. But anyway, he's uh, visiting from El Paso. We just pulled in off the ranch last night um, and got got home last night from the ranch. We've been out there a couple of days guiding a, a guy and his son, Matt Fosdick, yeah. took his son out there. 13th birthday yesterday, got his first deer. Uh, hey, man. It was so good. Yeah. And then Caden stuck his first deer yes with his a, bow it's a big privilege and uh, i thought yeah. it was and it, it was a unicorn it was <laughs> it was a buck 
It was a buck, it, and he started with a one-pointer. It was, it was a one-pointer. <laughs> it was a one-pointer. I have never seen – Cody, you saw it. Yeah. It was One side of it had a spike, and there was like nothing. Like a good spike. A good spike. Yes. Yeah, it was not a, a – Not a couple yeah. inches. It was eight or ten inches. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good spike. And on the <laughs> other side, nothing. Not even where not, one used to be. Wow. No, no. Like, Hey, as long as it didn't branch off, right? As long as the spike so didn't branch So that off. deer was obviously from Austin. <laughs> His trans. He, he identifies as something. <laughs> he identifies as a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Was it on the right that or the left? That is dang funny. It was that on the right, actually. On the right side? Yeah. Oh, right is wrong and yeah. left is right. And uh, so. But he also, he also, in the tree stand, it, in the the tree stand that you hunt out of, yeah. Cody Ryan, yeah. he filmed it, and man, he has got crystal clear video yeah. of his yeah. shot. And uh, I know that shot did so good. <laughs> yeah, you do. I got that little got that little credit. twig out of the way. Yeah, you Kate, do. Caden will have to start off our YouTube channel then, sir. The Bunkhouse Live or something like that. I, and, I, uh, I tried to get him to. Well, oh. good. what is it? What did uh what y'all get for Christmas? How'd your Christmas go? We just wrapped up a midweek Christmas. I am wearing my You're Christmas. You're both wearing your I'm Christmas. Yes, wearing my, yeah. <clears throat> my beautiful hoodie that's got a uh, Yeah, Beefsteak's got a camo <laughs> hoodie <laughs> with all these different gadgets. Gadgets man. on it. It's awesome. Yeah, there's probably TJ's got l- like apparently a, apparently if there's a seven eleven that got hit in the last fifteen <laughs> minutes, we know who did it. <laughs> TJ's got a uh, sweater from like uh, the Northeast that he can. No, like, it's like I, 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 I just go to the pipe. vineyard this weekend. I need a honey. pipe so I can have a pipe and just sit over I'm here. Going sailing. It's more like the, uh, from the Hamptons. Oh, then, I'm going to look at a map now. Don't bother me. I <laughs> have a, to see a map. Just needs a pipe and Nantucket. I'm gonna, right. I'm going to set Nantucket my wear. novel next to me over here and, <laughs> next and look at map. a map. Caden's the only normal one here. And he's got on his Carhartt, right? You know, yeah, that's pretty normal. Okay. It's, you know, yeah, so that, that's normal. But and he got all camera gear. He'll tell you he got all camera gear. Technically, yeah. I haven't got anything from you guys yet. Whoa. If, if, you're shopping, wow. if you're shopping, I wear a size 200 acre South Texas range. <laughs> Fits perfect. Fits okay. like a charm. Oh my god! Wow, along a lake. You know, he is. I, uh, uh, He's wow. a feisty little one. Isn't he he is. He's a he's a feisty little. He's got elf. goals. He's got I goals. Got, I'm gonna hang with him. I got, <laughs> if you like my size, I'm a 200 acre <laughs> South Texas. That's good. I, like I got that. saw horses and gas cans. That wow. was those good are one. good gas cans, dude. I know. That's what I asked for. I wanted the gas cans without the little free nozzle, and you have to like buy them separate Manly or something. Gas cans, or they come yeah, separate, right? Huh. It's not really supposed to be a you, gas can. You didn't get and that then, gas can? Where, you mean with the big, long tube on it at the top? Right? That's yeah, what Racing fuel, the yeah. big ones. They work great. Five gallon. I've got, I've got the uh, red one, the diesel one, and the mixed mix fuel is what I'm going to use it for. Probably white purple one. or pink. But then the I got these lantern lights as well. These You got me those. These uh, lantern lights are on the building. You look at them better. They're gonna be cool. Yeah, they're gonna be cool. They're like they're like lanterns, but they're actual lights that you mount and And they have a hanger so they look like a lantern hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 
It's going to be good. Electric or battery? Yeah. Or no, they're wired or? in. Yeah, they're oh, 110. Cool. Huh. So I took, uh, I, we took two kids. Um, we're going out next weekend. By the way, I won't be here next Sunday because we're going to take three new shooters out to the ranch for our yearly Mason uh, KOZ hunt oh. for kids. But in the meantime, uh, Thursday and Friday, I took out my grandson and Louie took out his son for their very first deer hunt. And, and uh, I saw y'all. I, I mean, saw, I got, I'd send them to you. I saw Ludie's son got one. Mm-hmm. Well, I told my my grandson that it was a rite of passage on the first one. I mean, you know how it is. You, do you get a deer on your very first hunt when you're nine years old? Well, you should. I, well, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, no. I do. You, you do. But I'm kind of above average. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's a, you know, there's a a bit to the whole process. Well, so w- both of the deer that were shot by the other guy were first walked through or ran through our area. It was kind of interesting. So it was kind of, wasn't quite ready. It was ready to shoot, you know. He was ready to put the glass on. There wasn't any worry about that. Um, but there was a lot of movement, a lot of things like uh, could have unwrapped the Christmas presents in there. You know what I mean? It would have been yeah. would have been less quiet. So, Ludie's <laughs> hunter was more prepared than your hunter. He has been out before. Oh, see, and that's why I told him. And so, said, yours had he, to put the Snickers and the yeah. and the Twinkie and the, the la- and the Twizzlers. Actually, I wouldn't mind talking about that at some point today. About what's the where you draw that line on? Can a kid nine years old sit in a blind for you know three or four hours and be completely? I've done it with tons silent? of them. Three or four hours. Come on, I don't even want to sit in there for three or four hours. Well, I like to go in there for about an hour and a half, two hours tops. Get it done, move on. Let's go do something else. Right. So no, absolutely not a nine year old kid sitting there for three or four. Oh hours. man, I've had him sleep. And, and next to you in a four by four blind, hey, what you gonna give me like like a. <laughs> A crunched foot and over a half? to the side, yeah. Yeah, I'm like crunched in the corner for four hours. You better give me some daggum Twinkies and Snicker bars. No, but that's gonna be a miserable. But one of them in afternoon. I, and I, I don't, don't got to do anything in this part of the and show. Don't, right don't make here. fun of it, but I mean, it, it, you know, he was sleeping because wanted to go out. We saw a bunch of axes on the deer cam that we had put up. Like a whole family of five of them is. Like, did y'all kill any axes? Did you kill any axes? No, it's all white tails. No, they're all white tails. It's not called a family of axes. Okay, whatever a herd, a, herd, a, a, a pool, a school, yeah, you don't whatever. call it a family. It's a not pod. like they're like, it hey, Uncle Jimmy's going to run with us over here to buy some to eat some corn. It was a sound. Come here, Jimmy. Yeah. So we saw those, and so when he saw those, he got pretty excited because it came out like one thirty in the afternoon, the Why day before we had gotten. They weren't there. So we went out like at one thirty. Oh, well, one thirty to six o'clock is a long time, right? And so in the mid after mid afternoon, five and a half hours. It was a long time. <laughs> Four and a half hours. You got to sit somewhere. And he was sleeping. Why not sit in the deer stand? He had his earmuffs on, right? And he was sleeping. And I'm like, oh, there's a buck. And I'm like, Psst, hey. And so he was sleeping. You know, I was like, hey, you know. He's like, huh? What? You know, because the earmuffs are on, so you can't, you know, hear anything. And it's like, oh, what? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And as you spin around, then your feet hit the side of the, you know, uh, of the outside in the little plastic. You know, you hear all that, and the buck just went, (laughs) took off. And I texted Ludy. I said, Ludy, he's coming your way. And he did. Sure enough. And all of a sudden, about five minutes later, boom, 300 blackout in the shoulder kaboom nice buck down so i 
He got a twofer. His son got a buck a doe in the morning, and uh, you know, and then a, a buck. Good for him. Yeah, it's perfect, man. Uh, it no better great. guy than Ludy to get his kid but on that. His son had been out with him before. He had done the whole thing where they got nothing <coughs> last time. Last time we went out there, I got so just, the kid I took got two deer. And Ludy and them got nothing. And so this time it was exactly reversed. And I kind of felt it. You know, I was sitting there going, man, I want to be so happy for him. Hey, Ludy, if you're out there, I am happy for you. But I'm a little, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little sad. But, you know, I sit over there Jeez. going, Why a little it? tear. <laughs> but, well, you know how that is, right? I mean, you know, the emotions start going. You want your uh, your shooter, your grandson or whomever to... Have a good well. Good we hunt, right? we did good at but the don't, ranch. Don't you have to earn it? I it's think almost it's, like you got to go I think out it's once good. and go I think it's and... good. I don't think it's good if a kid. You know, I I had this conversation with a guy about uh, his kid needs to get hunter safety, or his his grandkids coming from out of town. Mm-hmm. Been here once or twice. Used the deferred. I said he needs hunter safety now. You need to walk him through the process of doing this correctly now mm-hmm. you can't just and earn it I mean, and earn, earn it, it. Right. yeah there's a whole and and that is the proper way mm-hmm. to teach a kid and we talked about it we talked about it this weekend caden and i hey now maxwell supercenter bigger savings more inventory and thousands off new ram trucks at now maxwell supercenter hey they got a bunch of the uh, Texas Outdoor Riders Association Ram 1500 Truck of the Year over there. Better performance, more efficiency, more technology, uh, 100 safety features, and if you like to travel or spend the day at the lake or the ranch, this is the this truck is perfect for you. You can tow more than 12,500 pounds. Super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. That's a Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Stick around. We'll talk a little boat maintenance, outdoor news of the weird, game-worn field notes, all that and more coming up this hour. You're listening to the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It is the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Amarillo's where I'll be. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Regulators, you got to know Sun Automotive is out there for you. They're family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week you can find them there they got locations all around central texas our family locations one over there at 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 medical parkway in cedar park one at 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway 1206 ranch road 620 you can get all the details at sunautoservice.com sunautoservice.com so 
Not a lot of fishing stuff going on. The bass world has slowed down for the winter season. Cranks back up first part of July. We've got some big tournament trails coming through Texas. Uh, not to, uh, not to, uh, I mean, and also Bass Champs cranks back up. I'll be fishing Bass Champs South and Central this year. So I'll be going back down South to fish Falcon, Amstead, and then sticking around here to fish Travis and LBJ and belton and all those likes so uh looking forward to a good bass champs year bass master we'll see where all that unfolds and how all that comes back as some guys are starting to make their move from different places and and into bass master flw same thing uh we'll kind of see where all that falls in mlf you know major league fishing which is now flw i guess part of it so um but i was thinking the other day somebody said hey it's finally winter Right, it was just winter, like it just officially turned Today. winter a week ago, or <laughs> la- yes, last week, something like that. I mean, yeah, like the official winter. Yeah, the day. official day they designate as. And winter. in Texas, I mean, I see different guys across the nation. <clears throat> they start winterizing their boats, or they've winterized their boats, and I didn't know what that meant. So I, you know, I dig into <laughs> it every year because I always see articles and things on winterizing your boat. Well, in Texas, God bless America. You don't. Have we don't to. have to know what that is. <laughs> the beautiful, the the couple things though that I thought that you make sure to do is uh, to lower your motor all the way down and make sure there's not a drop of water in it. You know, because you got a lot of seals and things in your motor, and if it does freeze. You know, if you've got it in your garage, it can still get pretty darn cold in your garage. If we do ever get any cold weather this winter. Uh, but if any of that freezes inside your motor, uh, you know, breaking seals inside your lower unit, anything like that, you get water inside your lower unit, then you end up blowing up your lower unit next time you take it out and it just turns into a whole big old mess. So make sure to get all the water out in Texas So of how- your lower unit, just lower it all the way down, lower it up, lower it down, lower it, you know, let it swish around. So do you flush out your motor at that time? I mean, through the water? No, man, because I only use my boat in fresh water, and so it's a natural flush every time I'm in the in the lake. Okay. So, uh, so anyway, I just try and get all the water out of my motor. I don't want anything expanding in those little hoses. The other thought is uh, batteries. Mm-hmm. Beefsteak, you're you know about this uh-huh. or lack thereof battery maintenance, <laughs> but I. I keep my those boaters battery. are expensive. Oh, dude, and you got I got four of them. You know, in my boat. And so on the trolling motor, you know, there's there's three of them, right? Right, thirty six volt. Right, and that has a charger, a trickle maintenance, and all that. But the other boat for the outboard, I mean, the other boat, the other uh, battery didn't have one. You're cranking battery, so right? So I ended up hooking up one that goes to that genius <laughs> charger, and uh, it has an extra connection that I put out on the top, and then I just lay that out there and yeah. Let it. So, so it, the but trick normally it is. Doesn't. To make sure, yeah, and on your cranking battery, that's how a lot of setups are. Mine, uh, I've got them all hooked up to a charging program, so it's one plug-in, and and they all get charged. But that's good. uh, And they have those, you know, they they have them. They're four bank chargers or five bank chargers or whatever. So, but batteries are the big deal for me this time of year i want to make sure to keep those suckers warm and so i'll keep them plugged in but i'll also on a 
you know, these warmer days that we've had, I'll unplug it for a day or two and let that charge kind of trickle down a little bit, too, because I don't want to just keep them plugged in 24-7. My other thought is, is I don't want to keep it super, I don't want to keep any of the boxes open or anything like that and allow mice or rats or any of that stuff. You know, a lot of times you'll keep the back open so you can see uh, your charger or so the when you're charging your batteries, it has some way to kind of disperse some heat or get well, rid of that some, heat. Well, some, like on South Texas on the ranches and stuff, they open the hoods of the Jeeps and the trucks and that's stuff. That's to keep it cold. But if you got it hooked up to a charger, <laughs> that's a nice little warm, lovely... No, I'm saying to keep the animals out. I know. But the reason they open them up is so that it stays cold inside that engine block. There's no protection and so those animals won't find a right, home in there. Right. We right. had at the farm we had a three legged cat that ran around. Because of that. It went they would go up, you know, we'd park the trucks up by the house and those cats, those barn cats would come up there. And one of them got Vroom. stuck in the fan belt. Well And so, my grandpa had to pull it out. So literally. yesterday I'm sitting on the couch. I just come in from being outside working on something and I come inside, I'm sitting on the couch, and I hear something weird on my front door, the side of my house. It was just kind of a weird place to hear a noise across my across my house. So I I get up, and I go look, and it's a squirrel. <laughs> and it's, it's in between, like I have a rock on the bottom half of my house, and then siding on the top half, you know, it's kind of split. And so I got this rock ledge that kind of runs around the very middle of my house, and it's just running across this ledge halfway up my house. And I thought, no, 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 no. You You're stay looking away. for a little spot to. You so, stay away from the wrong place. So I open up the door. I didn't. I wasn't going to shoot him at this point, huh. uh, because my neighbor also has a pet squirrel that he's raised since a baby. So I don't. I didn't want to shoot him. <laughs> Kid, what do you think but about I, that? I, I don't but know. I highly illegal. Uh, Austin people. <laughs> So I open up the door, and the squirrel runs and jumps on the tire of my truck and then jumps up inside the front <laughs> fender of my truck. And you hit your auto start, right? And I was right? like, You're oh, God. <laughs> You're like, all right. He's in the No, but I didn't think about that. Did you do the horn? No, I just went, oh, my God. Like That is not where I want it to go. And then, so I go and I hit the hood of my truck and it jumps down and runs over to my tractor and then runs up the engine compartment of my tractor. I'm like, oh my, this is not where I want this squirrel. I don't want him chewing on wires in you my truck. Can you friend. imagine? Did you try just talking to him? No, I threw rocks at him at that point. <laughs> I got him out of my engine and I threw rocks. My, my neighbor's got an old shed that's got a big hole at the top of it. That's where he lives. And that's where he lives. Yeah. And so I just made sure that he went back in that little hole. You should put another little shed. hole the size you know, of a 12-gauge right uh-huh. next to it. One of the things that uh, you're talking about maintenance on your boat and stuff, and yeah, really, uh, you know, somebody like you who uses their boat every month um, – regardless pretty much the but the for me my maintenance was the uh four-wheelers and the golf cart that we hunt out of and stuff there's a lot of maintenance that needs to get done on those when we're not at the ranch hunting but also your chainsaws and stuff like that for out at the ranch yeah i i start my chainsaw even my mowers and stuff all my gear all my equipment that i don't all the fuel I let it run until it runs out of fuel. Yeah. There's controversy about that. 
you know, because then it can dry up, right? Some of the seals and carburetors and things like that. Or do you just put had, a, a real stabilizer in it? I've had far better luck just draining it than yeah, I have. Yeah, either, either your seals may dry up or 100% chance that your carburetor is going to get gummed up and foul and not work next well season. if you and, use the you stabilizer put, that, yeah. i I'm, I'm guessing it does but i've That's done it for years is, is and fuel it's, fuel maintenance fuel on. is something else that, yeah you've got to either stabilize <laughs> it really the best thing to do is get rid of it next season get or at least get rid of as stabilize as much as as much as you have left in your boat or your item but try and get rid of the majority of it and then before you crank it up next season or whenever you take it out next, before, put in some fresh fuel. Yeah. And there are certain places that sell ethanol-free fuel. And for a boat, yeah. Mm. Uh, Out at Lakeway. Well, and even for mowers and chainsaws and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's why I got those big cans. In South Texas, all the Buckies have ethanol-free. Really? Yeah. Well, if you go down to Baytown. So, Caden, from down near El Paso, I know y'all use a lot of uh, farm fuel down there. All the farm diesel and stuff like that. Of course, that's not something most people around here even know about the, what is it, red fuel or blue? Yeah, red fuel. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want illegal to use in trucks. Well, you can use it in trucks. You you just can't use it. You You can't drive that truck on a highway. Yeah, if you get caught with it, you're in trouble. And apparently, they'll check it. They uh-huh. will. They'll they will. swipe it. They will. Swab it. Because yeah. it's not taxed. McBride's Guns with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops. The ones we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. They're the place we go where Beefsteak goes to get his scopes tightened on. <laughs> McBride's Guns Woo! has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust and repair and modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. It's right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. All right, regulators, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the number one outdoor show on radio, The Outdoor Zone. Find us at TheOutdoorZone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Yeah. Yep. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone and Archery Country. Archery Country. Uh, Taylor and CJ went over there, and his Christmas present was uh, really? Matthew's Mission Bo, uh, excuse me. Yeah, yep. um, we feel uh, a little put out here. Uh, I didn't buy it. They bought it together for him, or she bought it for him, or whatever. I get a perfect idea. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters, and that and they hunt and compete regularly. If you uh, follow those guys at all, you'll see one of the owners, Alan, was in Pakistan. And stuck a ram in Pakistan. Holy cow. We'll have to have him on the air to find out about it. But you get all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. They're the only true archery shop in Austin. 
Find them at AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. We'll have to talk to him because I had the question of, so you find an outfitter or a guide in Pakistan to take you on this hunt, <laughs> and they're like, we require a 50 cent. 50% deposit. Just send your credit card number. <laughs> and like, uh, everything I've been taught. When I hear that, I did not give you my credit card number yeah. to the Middle East. The I don't know why. Matter of fact, it was just a random call he got. <laughs> we, we have a, yeah. How deposit. would you like to go on a hunt? <laughs> deposit hey, that good. Dollars. It just worked. Yeah. Hey, by by the way, I think what we should do is since my wife is making a uh, a wedding cake for your daughter, maybe I should barter for Matthew's bow with that whole thing. What yeah. do you think? For for one cake, one bow. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to tell her that. Okay? I'm just thinking her. Uh, I'm going to tell my daughter she's going to H E B to get that cake. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, she's got a budget. What she spends it on is up to her. Yeah, that's good. Beefsteak. So, hey, beef now it's time for this week's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. A giant hornet has invaded Washington State and it's hungry for honeybees. There's at least one Asian giant hornet, the largest pest of its kind, buzzing around Washington State and it's scaring locals silly. But it's not the uh, here to <laughs> prick people. It's much hungrier for honeybees. A resident found the nearly two-inch hornet in Blaine, a city that sits on the U.S.-Canada border. The Washington State Department of Agriculture reported the department took that specimen, which had died, through the resident, uh, though the resident reported seeing it alive, hornet buzzing near the bird feeder before escaping into a nearby forest. <laughs> All wasps are scary, but this one is definitely the scariest. It's unusual to see the Asian giant hornet in Washington for a few reasons. It's never been seen in the state before, for one. It's uh, native to East Asia, and it's typically dormant during the winter, opting to buzz about July through October. In winter colonies, typically the nest in the ground the nest is in the ground and avoids humans and pets. Though when disturbed, they can inflict a nasty sting. A two-inch hornet that eats honeybees. Uh, that's pretty... Uh, I'd hate to see that. I'm pretty you sure hear I've that seen coming. these things. Have you guys seen... Sounds like a drone. Have you seen any of those uh, Netflix shows? What are... Uh, Planet? No, it's um, the one where they talk about lettuce and they talk about all the different... Uh, what? Uh, no, <laughs> they talk about the different the cartels, the different cartels oh, that operate. Rotten. Rotten. Yes. And they do one on honeybees. Yes. And how honeybees are are, are just getting, you know, there's this, this big thing. They're starting where, to die off. And you, most honey from the big places. Manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, are not. It's not pure honey. It's mixed with corn syrup. And so you got to be real careful if you're trying to get real honey. And blah 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 but so i thought this was interesting of course this is a, a wasp from canada you know it's mixed Actually, up it's already east asia east asia well it said they came down from canada though no There's, no no 
No, it's on the border. You know, they just live on the border. They just found it on the border. Of oh, that's where they started seeing that. I, I yeah, like your but, question, though. But really, where does it come from? It's really not that far, if you think about it. You look at the globe, right? Eastern Asia. <laughs> and, and, and how they got there. And, and how then they the, that from there to here. Washington, you know, is on that same corner, right? We're talking about Washington State. Oh, you're saying. Not the, not the Northeast. So. No, I don't know. That's a long ways. Man. It's a long way, but I mean, you it's can. It's a big B. To fly can, over the ocean? No, no, no. It's in a boat. Oh. So it gets on like a crate. It builds a little nest on a crate on one of those containers. Dude, there's wasp yeah. nest all over those things. Yeah, spiders. Saw, spiders, and they just true. ship it over. I saw a program on how the fire ants got here in tires on a big tanker to Mobile, Alabama. And they had built the their nests, you know, from laying on the ground. Yeah. And they put them on the tanker. Then it came over to the port in Alabama. And then... Where are fire ants from? Who else has fire ant problems? I, they're from Asia, Besides man. Texas. South America. Africa. Eastern Asia, South I America. think. Or South America. That, there's You're hornets. just saying Eastern Asia because that, these two inch giant... You think every... <laughs> everything there wouldn't be is any people Eastern alive Asia. if everything bad... <laughs> Those came. people... Yeah, but there are hornets that... You can import that love to eat on the brains, or I guess they inject what? Uh, eggs that into the brains it. of fire ants, and then it kills them. Yeah, so, but, let's, so import, we're not another, import another yeah, that's, invasive that's, species to yeah. cure one invasive species. That's proven to be highly effective. Uh-huh. Yeah, we continue to do it time and time again. So do you, down in El Paso, did y'all, have you seen any killer bees or heard about any of that stuff along... Because yeah. they came, they came through your part of the woods before they got up here. Mm. They, they definitely fire ants. We have so many fire ants yeah. everywhere. So we heard we heard some guys talking about we were on a, a ranch uh, just messing around a couple of days ago. Caden and I were over there, and um, I was there. Oh yeah, and they were talking about huh, bees coming up out of the ground and yeah. different bees that were. You killer know. bees and and what that one guy he said he he ran for like two miles or mm-hmm. something on the mm-hmm. on the uh, yeah so he had stirred up a a killer bee hive or whatever in and, the ground or i guess no i think it was it was because a he was nest. gonna buy a new property but he couldn't close because they couldn't see the water meter because of that no that, no, was, that was me <laughs> that was me i but we don't want to talk about that one. Oh, so the, oh yeah. The other killer bee story. <laughs> that wasn't wow, me. I that was hear that it's one. closed. It's over. <laughs> that was somebody else. The was... bees have been removed and are now producing beautiful honey. Um, this was a killer bee story that the guy had bumped the nest or whatever somehow um, and then jumped in the uh, the. Oh, what are those things called? The oh, the mule. mule. The mule. Oh, that was going forty-five miles an hour for two point two miles. Stopped and still had one come uh, up and come sting up and him. Sting him in and but and, him he, and he said they were so they covered up his mule and the mule on the top. windshield, windshield and, and stuff for like a mile or two. Two miles. Yeah, over two miles. They were just like all At 45 over forty-five miles an hour. Yeah. So there's no escaping that. So to see how they can. Kill, I mean, that movie, what was the movie way back in the day with the little boy and the little girl? Um, Hansel and Gretel? No, it was, <laughs> it was uh, 
Jack and Jill. No, no not no. that old. Not that old. We're not talking stories. The hey, you're the, you're the young guy who does not know who Ted Nugent is. The guy who cried. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Zach, who is that? I know who he's he is He's like now. 15 years old. Yeah, the leave me alone. I don't even have it's a driver. Ted Nugent. He was born after the year 2000. Okay, come <laughs> it's on. The 2004, baby. You're born yeah. in 2004. Yes, sir. Oh See, my, my God! I was graduating from high school. This pair of underwear I have on is I got in 2004. <laughs> oh, I got clothes. I think this sweater I'm wearing I've had longer than you've been alive. Yeah, it looks like it. We had a style. Says the guy with style. a new sweatshirt. Hey, this is beautiful camo, man. It is. Come on. It is. I'll give See, that. he likes it. It must be stylish and new. Good Unlike ski your mask sweaters. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So All I want right. to hear. I want so to, y'all are besties now. That's right. So I want to hear about your your buck story. Oh yeah. Let's hear about unicorn your buck, story. buck. Not the unicorn no, buck. We already went through that, buck. right? No, that's the one. We didn't about. talk about it, did we? Did the we unicorn talk about buck. Uh, yeah, we talked about the But you said you were going to no. talk about the buck, the other buck that was shot, and it was a great story. Oh, that the, was shot yesterday. Oh, the one that, uh, yeah, because yeah. you were going to talk about how you saw him at your stand. Yes, and you, and you passed on him. Yes, because you were looking for something. Well, particular. I technically didn't even really pass on him. I just he never came in. I don't know. <laughs> I think I would have actually ended up taking a shot at him if he came in close enough, and because I was bow hunting, so I needed him close. close. And closer than he was, at least, and stopped moving. But then I never got shot. And then that night, I let the kid go to my stand, and he killed it. And I'm super happy for him. But kind like of. what you were saying before uh-huh. about that, that relates to that a lot. Just about you, you want to be happy, but there's uh-huh. this little thing. But there's that little you, you piece can... of you in the back of your <laughs> mind that's like, darn. His G2 was, was broken. Yeah. yeah, and so he had some character to him, you know, that was mm-hmm. really tall cool. Buck. Tall, yeah, it was a nice deer, mm-hmm. and but it was his thirteenth birthday. Perfect. So we were so excited for I him. Was, I'm very happy for him. That's I'm right. He'll that never, guy. he'll never forget that, and he yeah. got to do it with his dad. At the Happy Honda Days sales event, you can unwrap incredible deals that will make you go, "Oh my gosh!" You know the kind of gifts that make you say. No way. Yeah, that's basically Happy Honda Days in a chestnut shell. Get a great deal on 2019 CRV from KBB.com's best overall brand for 2019 with a 1.9% APR financing for well qualified buyers. Save today at your Central Texas Honda Dealers. Central Texas Honda Dealers.com. See dealer for financing details based on. On the 2019 Brand Image Awards from Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com for more information. All right. Now it's time for uh, we'll Game take a break. Game Field Notes. We'll take a break. Coming and when we next. come back, we'll do the Game Warden Field Notes and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse every Saturday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 
Us guys here in the bug house on the outdoor zone, we are always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Austin, <laughs> hottest yeah. new restaurant, Short Raw Bar and Grill. Hey, we drove past there last night on our way in from the ranch, and, uh, and man, they were happening over there. Uh, our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Great selection of oysters, pet-friendly patio, and live music on select nights. Special bottles of wine, fabulous desserts, house-made, homemade, house-made breads that are just to die for. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Game Wardens in Murray County, this is out of Oklahoma, are working to return hundreds of harvested animals back to their original owners after a taxidermist failed to deliver on his services. Game warden Casey Young said he got a call in March from a building renter who had harvested animals left in a shop from a previous tenant. So I go in there. I immediately see it's not just a few items, Young said. It's hundreds and hundreds of animals. An inventory list from the warden shows more than 100 waterfowl, 200 deer pieces, and more were found in the shop freezers and tubs. A total came out to about 400 items. Antelopes, goats, pigs. There's a wide variety, he said. Court records show 41-year-old Michael Cole Simpson of Sulphur had collected the animals to mount them, but never did. Young said a lot of the items did not have proper tag information, which violated state law. Wardens have been working to return the items back to their original owners most recently, having a pickup day on Sunday. I thought it was interesting. They just have a pickup day, and they had a game warden's truck and trailer absolutely full of antlers and horns sticking out of it. Oh, my gosh. One of our main goals was to get the animals back to their rightful owner, probably more so than the prosecution of the guy who had the stuff. Young said, we wanted to try and take care of our sportsmen and sportswomen of Oklahoma. I thought, what a cool, you, you know, th- that guy's, you know, going to have uh, enough troubles with tickets and fines and all that for tagging improperly or whatever all those items are. You know, a business goes under, a business goes under. I don't know what the circumstances. I wonder if he just bailed. I don't know what the circumstances. Took circums- their deposits and just bailed. No, no telling what the circumstances. People, businesses fail all the time. In this economy, not as likely, but businesses fail for different reasons all the time, right? So, I mean, it's business. I mean, you can't get your hurts, your feelings hurt over well, it does, and it And it doesn't say anything about 
little scoundrel. No, it says nothing about him or that he tried to deceit these people. So I don't want to shine a light on that because it's not true. What I thought, because we don't know the truth, I guess. What I didn't, what I thought was really cool was the game warden said, "Look, our biggest concern, first and foremost, right now, is to get these animals back to who they belong to." You know, you shoot a big old buck, or you shoot anything you send to the taxidermist. Well, yeah, you, is yeah. is for a reason. You know, it's a prized possession, and you want to remember it forever. And so, to lose it completely would be terrible. You know, hundred dollar deposit, two hundred dollar deposit, whatever. I Give me how, my animal back. I wonder how many of them had their were in the freezer or stored away. You know, because before they get their work done and then the freeze the electricity gets turned off or i wonder you know i mean there's probably a lot of yeah you're, well, you're gonna of, lose a lot of sad highs news and, behind all that stuff you're gonna lose some highs and stuff like that maybe uh but you know the reality is the i mean you can get a new hide or get a different hide or any of that stuff what you can't get back is that is that bone that sits on top of their head, you know? It has that special character or whatever. Well, and ducks are so dang delicate. You know how that is. You, yeah. You, you don't take care of a duck or a waterfowl or any kind of upland game Yeah, bird. I don't know how well those Man, turn out. those things just are so hard to take care of. Pantyhose. That's right. Pantyhose and newspaper. Just pull your pantyhose off and <laughs> slide that duck right You're on in there. Slide a duck in pantyhose and then... Uh, Wrap it in newspaper. Just the goal on any of that stuff, uh, the hides, you're putting a deer in the freezer, any of that stuff is to get rid of as much moisture mm-hmm. as you can. Bacteria. If though. you're going to freeze it, dry it, get it as dry as you can before you freeze it. Don't just freeze a big old ice block. Hey, our buddies in Maryland have uh, come up with their end of the year harvest and. Uh, I'm really excited about this, Maryland. Well, I just think it's interesting. Smallest group of hunters in the nation. (laughs) I think it's interesting that in a very weird place. Yes, I don't think you don't. I don't think about Maryland, but there's plenty of hunters there. Just like in California, you know, we got brothers in California that are deer hunters. We can't give up on those guys. Maryland, though, twenty-seven thousand eighty-eight deer taken. That's like a very small number compared to texas or whatever uh or michigan Uh, but 14 percent down 14 percent down so the deer hunting the harvest rate there is down and there's a lot of reasons a lot of it they said during the firearm season they have very short firearm season it's a lot of them that said was weather and stuff like that and so i just i just take away sunday hunting I just think that I thought they added it oh. in. I'm wondering. I don't know what the stats are, but I'm wondering. You know, did uh, licenses decrease during that time period? Well, they're decreasing across the nation. Or was it just Nationwide. you know the amount of deer? You know, I was, don't know. This article doesn't really speak to that. It's just speaking to the to the lower numbers, which just again. I would say here in Texas, by the end of season, that we'll have higher numbers a record then probably, we'll yeah. probably have a record season uh just because of the rain that we had earlier in the year yeah it's been dry the last six months it's been major drought the last six months but the first six months of the year when everything's growing and producing and we're going through the spring and the hottest part of the summer keeping the temperatures down where it's not 110 for 
63 days straight or whatever well and a lot of the a lot of the deer because the good weather a lot of the deer had uh twins yeah and so There's the numbers little... way up because we where the where ranch we were on out there near marble falls the rancher said he drove from one end of his ranch to the other uh out into the neighborhood a little ways counted 170 deer yeah just through the neighborhood and driving just driving yeah. that's not what's off the side into the in the woods or even the next that was one street man you all have a little lakeway going on out there don't you? it is yeah it's covered up the deer so are plentiful they're everywhere and the and the and the question that so you know they're one of the few places where you can really kill the deer in that area yeah and but what caden and i are struggling with is you know when do we start killing the one-year deer the one-year-olds that are you know you get nine of them at a feeder or something and we're looking at Mm -hmm. each other going we're here to kill a bunch of does and start working on that stuff but how do we next year i know i mean it's it was crazy right i mean there was times where we saw seven eight mm-hmm. in front of us and they're all a year old or less and but at some point you need to whack every one of those yeah if you're tagged it's all, all your managed land tags yes, so yes, yeah yes. we're not just Cody yeah. there. Put that in there. you got to make sure that people understand yeah it's well it's, of course but i mean it's a, it's a question us, but it is it's not a question everybody. it's a question that's out yeah. there but I'll, I'll tell you one thing that's some good eating there, that one-year-old. Uh, you throw that whole thing on a smoker. Beefsteak, I mean, that's all he shoots. Oh, now. Hey, shots fired. We'll talk a little. Uh, with, <laughs> I want to tell you about a bank robbery on the flip side. Plus, uh, your Peter report, your armed citizens report, all that and more. Coming up, it is the second hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.